friends. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brittany. Together, we are two sisters who are here to help you learn some tips and tricks to help navigate this crazy journey called life. We bring you the perspective of a licensed mental health counselor, aka therapist, and a new mother. And a slightly eccentric mom of two. When you combine us as sisters, we like to consider ourselves as quite the dynamic duo. So join us as we talk about all life has to offer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and hit that like, uh, follow, or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts for updates. If you're liking what you hear, leave us a five-star review. It helps us know what content you like and spreads the love to others to get resources and help for their mental health. Hi, Kate sister. Day, I'm back. <laughs> I know. I missed you. Okay. So, like, having Maddie Poo was fun, but, like, at the same time, girl. <laughs> I know. And I missed out on our case studies. I was so excited. Um, mm. We can do another one. There's plenty of weird case studies. Yeah. But you yeah. and Madison totally rocked it. And he was a good sub-in special friend. I guess he's okay, special friend. But, like, uh, he's so focused. <laughs> I know. He's so, like, just serious. I mean, we're serious, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Maddie Poo, so you know. (laughs) (laughs) You can't have scissors with Madsen. (laughs) Exactly, he's the side piece. I feel like it's a TV show, and he's like our supporting character that comes in and is like trying to ground us, and we're the crazy ones. Like we're Lucy and Montana, Lucy and Ethel. Yeah, that's yeah. It was like he's like a Ricky or like a Fred when we need him to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's cooler than Ricky and Fred. Way cooler. But yeah. you know, like how they're like the supporting ones, you know? <laughs> he's better. We love him. <laughs> but I'm really glad you're back this week. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. We're definitely like Parks and Rec, you know, we, we got the lead roles going. And oh, you yeah. can be like Chris Just like Pratt. Chris Drager or Ben. Yeah. 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 Chris Pratt. That's a good one for Madsen. Chris Pratt. <laughs> I'm Leslie Nope. You're in. So true. And Madsen's an awesome Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. You got jammed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not Jerry Jam. <laughs> no, but I love that we just watched the one with Jam. <laughs> okay, we're we're totally down. Like we're we're spiraling. So today we're doing hey. gratitude. <laughs> yes, because it's Thanksgiving week. So let's talk about it. Yeah. So I was when I was putting together the themes um, this month. I thought about I get a lot of questions, especially when the holidays come up, about how people can handle the, the pressure of having like a lot of events to go to or handling family. And Thanksgiving is specifically one where I feel like a lot of people get together with the family members and things like that. So we'll probably do another like holiday-ish one for like Christmas and handling all the Christmas parties and and how to keep your kids more balanced and things like that. That's like a different subject, I feel like. It's something like social burnout a little bit. There's more social burnout, right? But like Thanksgiving is more of like you go and eat a bunch of stuff and feel fat and deal with your family, right? Yeah. It's like a – it's like a little like a uh, blip before the real holidays. The real, I know I tried to set up for the real holiday too before this holiday. And my husband's like, no, it has to be acknowledged. I totally I'm got like, my Christmas trip last night. Do we no have shame. to acknowledge this? I, dude, I was, I wanted it up three weeks ago. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Like Anson saying. wanted it up November 1st. He's, he's been chewing me out because I was late. <laughs> I know. So this is my ode to Thanksgiving. Um, so it was interesting because I did want to look up like – stress levels and how people kind of do with the holidays in general. So this is clumping the holiday season. It's not just the, the holiday. Thanksgiving um, the, kicks off the season. It does. I feel like yeah. kind of Halloween does a little bit, but Thanksgiving is like the, the thick of it now. Like It's like the going. official. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
some of the things I found is 62%, 62%, you say it, 62% of respondents describe their stress levels as very or somewhat elevated during the holidays, while only 10% reported no stress during the holiday season. And then there's a special little asterisk here that says women tend uh, to trend highest, especially if they're the ones running running the holiday hosting. Guys. Okay. Yeah. This is real. Like, and I used to be like, yeah, there's a lot of weight on women and I can understand that. And then this year it is different because I have this little human and yes, he is only three months old and no, he does not know if it's a great Christmas or not, but I do. Okay. I do. And I'm his mommy. <laughs> I know you're so cute. You're like putting all this pressure on yourself to like, I have to make it an amazing Christmas. And I'm like, Tay, he's going to stare at the lights and be thrilled. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, his favorite thing. So we were like coming up with like Christmas activities we want to do. And I'm like, um, he, we need to do this whole list. And Brittany's like, uh, you just need to lay him underneath the Christmas tree every night and he's good. And I'm like, yeah, probably. But in a Christmas fashion show for our own sakes. But, you know, I mean, that's pretty fabulous. But, yeah. um, <laughs> I can see this where it like it definitely is higher, especially if you're the one hosting or running the holidays, like the individuals who are more in charge of like hosting and running the holidays was reported to have higher levels of stress during this time of year, Um, which just leads to other breakdowns in like relationships. And that's from the American Psychology Association from a 2006 study. Did you see that dude dad video for Thanksgiving? I saw it the other day on Instagram. I don't know if I remember. Did you send it to me? No, I'll text it to you. But okay. the it was like this video and it's like pictures like the women in the kitchen. And so it's two guys dressed up as these women. And so like they're in the kitchen. They're totally like screaming at each other and like, I can't believe you forgot the marshmallows. You forgot the marshmallows. You forgot Thanksgiving. And they're like totally like yelling at each other. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, here's our schedule and you brought the schedule. It's like total smackdown. And then it's like. There's the two dudes like sitting outside and like, what a quiet, beautiful day. Like, this is the best holiday. And they're just like chilling. Like, wow, it's so peaceful. And like, and then it like flashes back to the kitchen and they're just like, you lost a We'll share it in our stories just because it's stupid and it's funny. But it's like so true though. Like, I think there's always this pressure during the holidays for men and women. But especially if you're the one like, hosting Hosting. like you need to just kind of chill and it's okay (laughs) well that's i think that was a really big thing is yeah you you do gotta chill because they had two different like how often do you experience and it's like positive emotions this chart and we're gonna post it on our story this week because i thought this was a good reminder this is a good chart for me um Because it's like you should – during the holidays, like happiness, love, high spirits, connectedness, extra energy. And like 78% said that for happiness and 96% said sometimes, you know, like – and that's where – or often or sometimes. So like – but looking at the charts, people have so many of the negative ones like fatigue, stress, irritability, bloating, sadness, anger, and loneliness. And it's like there's ways we can avoid that by avoiding the pressures that we put upon ourselves. But yeah, I think that we tend to forget. Yeah, and this is saying that 68% of people during the holidays, like, feel often or sometimes fatigued. 61% were often or sometimes stressed. And I think that if we reflect back on our own, like, Christmas seasons, I think there are times Mm -hmm. when we can definitely pinpoint that. Like, Mm -hmm. especially being a mom, 
like there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I think it's so obvious to me this year because I am brand new to the club and it's been fascinating. I mean, my husband's pointed this out. There's so many insecurities that come into taking on a new role and, um, and so many insecurities upon taking like a new title on, like being a new mom, I definitely am very guarded about that. Like I'm good, dick. you know, like trying to prove myself yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> like I'm the best mommy. Does he love me? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. All the time. Right. And that's where like holidays, I think especially big events, big like life turning things are where people will look towards that and try and prove themselves that way. And that's like just extra expectations. It's the Barbie quote all over again. I just love the Barbie quote. The America Ferreros is good. Oh yeah. Off. That one's so it's good. It's so good. If you haven't seen the movie, I, some people loved it and hate it, but I, I felt like that was the first moment where media had actually portrayed this dichotomy that a lot of us feel, whether you're male or female, we all can feel this like pull on us of, I have this role to do. I have these expectations and I feel like all these things I need to be at once, not just one yeah. thing, but like, opposites at once and it's yeah exhausting well, it, like, and I think holidays like, highlight like, it yeah like at the very beginning for if you haven't like seen this quote like just google it even if you don't want to watch the movie but yeah she says in there like it's literally impossible to be a woman you're so beautiful and so smart and it kills me to think that you don't think you're good enough like we always have to be extraordinary but somehow we're always doing it wrong yeah it's like no you are amazing and your holidays are going to be awesome and I think it's important and I've seen this trending a lot more online right now like just to take that time to just like enjoy that connectivity with your family and your children and your loved ones and just enjoy that time together instead of putting so much pressure on you to do it all perfect because I think a lot of us too and like Tay I I mean we had pretty magical Christmases right like Mm -hmm. as kids like our parents did an amazing job and in our heads I think we set that bar as like Oh my gosh, there was like Santa would leave us surprise jingle bells under the tree. Like, mm-hmm. do you believe? And like all of these like magical little things. But if we, and in our heads, it's perfect, right? Like we have preserved it as a perfect memory. Mm-hmm. But if we were to go back in time and like watch those videos, I'm sure those days weren't perfect. I'm sure they're still the same as like what our days look like now. Yeah. You know, where you're juggling like, a kid's emotion, you're trying to get dinner done. Like, yeah. All that happens. Still mad. I remember breaking a video game, like a some computer game disc, like the day of Christmas and like hiding it. And like there were still things that weren't necessarily perfect, even though our heads may visualize as it has to be like mm-hmm. you're, it's it's going to be OK. Yeah, I agree. So if that. you're looking for permission as a parent, like it's OK, like yeah. just do your best. And that is that is plenty. And your kids will be so happy. Your kids are going to think it's perfect either way. Yeah. Um, so for Thanksgiving, I tried to come up with like specific points or things that uh like pressure expectations that happen around the holidays and maybe Mm -hmm. you can think of other ones but the ones I came up with is there's traditions usually there's an expectation of some formality so like example would be my husband loves Thanksgiving I don't really care I mean it's fine I like food but like it's not (laughs) it's not like I like that it kicks off Christmas I eat the pretty much it marks it as like I get good food and I Christmas is everywhere now um not just in my house, you know, <laughs> like, so, but he loves it and he has very key traditions and that's been something to navigate, right? Like discussing those and, and something like those. that. Yeah. Like it'll yeah. be like, for some people it is the food, the pies or like for my kids, it's like we watch the Macy's day parade at yeah. Nana's house or Nano's house and we eat cinnamon rolls or, you know, for other people like Matson, it's playing football, like going and playing football with his family and friends. Like those have are you not heard. Have you heard his three F's for Thanksgiving? Uh, food, family, football. Yep. (laughs) 
And that, if you yeah, know my it. husband, that's literally his whole life. So that is literally um, his life. That like is that's why Thanksgiving is like it is a day of tradition. Food, it's a family day to be honored. That's like it. it is literally yeah. the pinnacle of my husband's. Like this is what I enjoy. Like food, family, football, um, which I can't complain against those because it's adorable and sweet. But there's very clear expectations and traditions. And if I didn't like figure those out at first, that would have added a lot of pressure. Than if I was like, oh. You know, going into our relationship, I knew, um, yeah, football was going to be a part of my Thanksgiving. <laughs> like it wasn't, yeah. And it's yeah. one of those that it's like a okay, that's an important tradition to Madison, and it goes with these other aspects of the Thanksgiving tradition. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think some people too get really because I've had some clients ask me about this stuff, and and some of them like we giggle. My husband's really into fantasy football. If people don't know, I've had to. <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's a really trying season for us and his mental health. But um, I have a lot of clients ask me about like, how do you handle your partner being so into something? And I think it's it's about your balance of expectations and it's about your balance of, you know, yeah. were you aware of this beforehand? And do you love that person enough to let them have their traditions or let them have their passions? And like yeah. some things, it's and more important it's like than others. And I think that balance, like you yeah. had said. Yeah. If it's not so taken away from that... family. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he always says family's first and then food and football are kind of interchangeable depending on his mood. But like, yeah. that's great. Like family. But he's not first. saying it's all football, you yeah. know, like, and then you're not feeling like, hey, like, what yeah. about me and Banks? Like, yeah. and I think that's a good just to, yeah. Yeah. Put so your, traditions should never. Traditions. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where like we're going to go back to the welfare of whatever, right? The welfare of the individual, the welfare of the family and the unit. That's what we're looking for. Of like, is a tradition blocking the welfare of it? Right. So um, the next expectation I could think of or pressure is food. Uh, at this time of year, it actually is a really big trigger for a lot of people. Some people have special diets. Brittany and I are like all over the board with lactose intolerance mm -hmm. and then gluten stuff. We, we make ourselves super sick, but we like it. Um, Definitely wear stretchy pants on Thanksgiving. That's <laughs> oh, We look like we're five months pregnant. But um, just like think of people with diet restrictions, people that may have eating disorders, whether it's binge eating, anorexia, bulimia. Um, eating a lot of food too, like just all this stuff can cause a lot of pressure on people. So sometimes it's either figuring out how to navigate it for yourself or navigate it for a family member that's struggling with it can be a journey. Yeah. And just remember to like have compassion on what, like any of this stuff. Don't push people just because you made, you spent hours on that turkey Advocate for yourself, yeah. rolls. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's important too, like as people like, if we're like, oh my gosh, I spent hours on this and they're only eating like, you know, a little tiny sparrow bite of food. Like, don't don't harass them. Like, just be compassionate. Have love. Be grateful for yeah. the time you're spending together. And don't worry that you have this expectation for them to eat everything that you made. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. You got to be you kind don't of know balanced. Their heads is. Yeah. 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 Don't ask either. <laughs> like, I think that's yeah, don't ask. That's not yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah. Now's not the time to harass them in front of everyone. And be like, do you have an eating disorder? Because you're not eating your potatoes. Like, that's probably not a great time to do that. Like, just enjoy the time together. Probably not the best time. You're right. Um, <laughs> meeting with families and spending time with them. Like, just the dynamic of gathering a lot of people. Sometimes people you haven't seen for a long time or just a big group of them can be very overstimulating for sensory yeah. system. It can be very overwhelming, emotionally disarming. Um Sometimes there's judgments of family, navigating just the dynamics, and then the hosting. Like all of those can be huge triggers, which we're going to go more into how to like mm -hmm. combat that one um, in just a minute. But 
anything else you can think of that would be a trigger with that? No, I mean, I think that's pretty, like, encompassing. Yeah, it, like, brings out all the feelings. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's a little overwhelming. I mean, it can be just so overwhelming just dealing with lots of personalities at once. And then um, – And there's always that, like, family member that you only intentionally see on Thanksgiving, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's like, oh, like, I purposely put it off all year and then I have to, like, go see this weird, like – I don't Fifth know, cousin, Uncle you June know? Bug or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't have an uncle, you know, but like, <laughs> but no, I like uncle the June name, Bug. Uncle June Bug. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that like wasn't real. No, but, but it's always like some distant. Like, because yeah. I remember growing up, it would be like some really distant family member, or it'd be like a friend of the family that I didn't really know, but they were just there, and it was they just were like, like there every Thanksgiving, and... and then you have to navigate just, dealing yeah. with them, and you're just it, it can be a lot, and it can be really overwhelming, and especially and if you like, have you don't know what to talk about and. If you have yeah. kids, though, that are like – teenagers already have a hard time with this, right? And kids talking to people that they don't really know. But then if you have somebody on the spectrum or somebody that's neurodivergent, that's something to think about too of how you're going to support them navigating those situations because mm-hmm. that can be really overstimulating. And then they could have more outbursts, more emotional reactions. So if you're a parent with a kid like that or if you are a kid like that or a person that's neurodivergent – Give yourself some grace and figure out how you're going to set that up, which we'll talk about how to do it in just a minute. But yeah. um, I just really think of those kind of people that I'm like, I know for me, it was like uncomfortable and awkward sometimes. And I can only imagine how it would be if it was um, like if I wasn't as socially trained, if that makes sense. Right. So have is all the social and there- skills. And like, remember too, like for some kids, this could also be triggering, like if they have anxiety, ADHD, OCD, mm-hmm. I mean, any of those type of things, depression, mm-hmm. like this would be a time too, that would be a lot for them. Like mm-hmm. you might start seeing more like anxiety type symptoms, or you might start seeing more mm-hmm. behavioral things like Taylor said, like, it's just a time that it's, it breaks that routine. It breaks that mold. You're yeah. doing things that are less comfortable for your children and less out of your norm. Yeah. And so remember to have grace with your kids and with yourself mm-hmm. at the same time, because it's not going to be like a day-to-day situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ready? This is when I had to put in there having the Hallmark holiday. Oh my gosh, dad. <laughs> <laughs> so our dad is obsessed with Hallmark. <laughs> and I like Hallmark. I love Hallmark movies as well. I think it's fabulous. You watch but- Christmas Hallmark movies all year. All day too. Like he he will watch like three in a row and he gets excited. Like you'll call him and you'll be like, I gotta call you back on commercial. I'm watching Hallmark. Like yeah. it is or I dad, five minutes at commercial break. If you guys don't know about our dad, so our dad is six foot three, two hundred and something like ex football player. Yeah, ex football player yeah. from college. So like he is very my husband refers to him as a real man and he's like guest on. And he looks like <laughs> Like a bulkier Magnum PI. Yes. Like Tom Selleck. Yes. Yeah. So our dad is definitely like, like Gaston is what my husband calls him, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, because he's so cozy. Yeah, that was so my favorite. <laughs> um, that was a quote from Hawaii this year. But yeah. <laughs> um, so like he would always say he wants a Hallmark holiday. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And we did give him one one year. We took one. We gifted it for his birthday. We like all dressed up nice. We don't do that, guys. Yeah, Yeah. we are in stretchy pants, like I said. But we um, like made it look fancy. All the things. It was really stressful though. And then it was like, this is why we never do this. Like, and it's unrealistic. Like that is staged. It's not really culture. That's why we've done it once in I'm 30 this year. So 
you know, like we just don't do that. Like it's just not what we do because our family is just like, comfy. Yeah. And I remember going to like being a kid and going to grandma's house and having to like hand wash like all of the china and the silver <sighs> and like, oh, so much work. And so, and like that. all of these like china dishes mm-hmm. and like, and so I think our family culture had just kind of shifted mm-hmm. to be like, we used to spend so much time doing these things in the kitchen, A, for cooking, and then B, for cleanup, that it just didn't make it as enjoyable on things. Yeah. And so the family felt like the day in. just crashed it a little bit. Like it was just a lot of work yeah. and not a lot of payoff. Yeah. And yeah. grandma, I know, has shifted since then too to like paper plates and this type of stuff. But Love like paper plates. <laughs> or just even like dishwasher stuff, you know, but like Love she it. doesn't pull out the china and silver anymore. Yeah. But like that was something that we really had to kind of like – Okay, this is a tradition, and why are we doing this? Like, Mm -hmm. if it's exhausting us, why is why is this happening? Like, it was so much pressure for yeah, like Taylor said, not a lot of payoff. Yeah, I'm all about how much work I put in. I should get it back for some reason, you know. And that's one. I just I always laugh because I think of the holiday season. You see these Hallmark moments, and I'm like, my family will never do that, and I don't I don't care. (laughs) I'm good with that. I like being in my PGs all day. Um. And the last one just can just be travel is exhausting. Like the pressure of traveling, the dynamics of it, like oh yeah, everything like that. Um, it can just be a lot. And traveling with people. kids mm-hmm. is a whole nother dynamic. Like Tay mm-hmm. hasn't had to do this yet with banks, mm-hmm. but like traveling and putting them I've done in it with an unfamiliar, different. Yeah, you've done it with mine. Yeah, but it's different. Like and try no, but you still helped a lot, so you know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like trying to keep them on a schedule and like mm-hmm. they're out of their norm, they're in a different environment, mm-hmm. like. It will change and it will like for some kids, it could really increase their anxiety. It could increase their anxiety symptoms. I mean, it can. This is a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Like, And it's a lot of pressure on your family. Like it's just, it, it can be heavy to carry yeah. when you're trying to like cater to so many And then people. still put that show on to mm-hmm. be like, we're the perfect Hallmark family who can like come and sit and talk to all these mm-hmm. people and like look fabulous and then help clean up grandma's China for two hours. Like, yeah, it's not realistic. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, did I miss any other expectations or pressures you can think specifically around Thanksgiving? Well, one of the biggest pressures I have is I'm always disappointed at how much pumpkin pie I actually am able to eat versus what I expect myself to eat. Yeah. Like, I expect myself to eat half a pie, but I'm only so sick and only eat like a slice. Oh, well, Matson could eat a whole pie, so. Ah! <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I do think the expectations of, like, how you think the day is going to go as well can sometimes hang people up. Like, if you think it's going to be, like, we're going to eat at this exact time or, oh, yeah. like, the time management of things or even just, like, I thought it was going to be this magical thing or I thought it was going to be super stressful. It's kind of like um, we call it a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, whatever mm-hmm. you go in with the intention of happening is kind of the thing that you think is going to happen. And you create that happening. So just be aware, like, what are you going in with for intentions and thinking it's going to happen and then go from there. Yeah. And this kind of brings us into the next thing we wanted to talk about, which is how can we handle it? And you said our favorite word. Intentional. Boom, boom. Intentional. Intentional. Be be Uh, uh, intentional. (laughs) I feel like we need John Ralphio right here to be like, intentional. She's a (laughs) 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 (la
I love John Ralphio. Seriously, like, if you're going to set your intentions for the holiday, what are your intentions for the holiday? Why are you here? What is the reason for the season, as a cliche statement says? Like, is your reason for the season, like Matson says, his three Fs, food, family, football? Mm -hmm. Then go into it being intentional. Set yourself up for success and be like, today is going to be awesome. I'm going to eat food. Like, I'm totally picturing Matt as I say this, but like, I'm gonna he eat does food. this. I'm going to hold my baby and I'm going to watch football. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's going to be the best day. <laughs> That's literally what my husband says. I know. <laughs> but Matt's really good at being intentional. Like, being intentional and yeah. having like knowing like this is the reason we're here. So yeah. cram everything else. And He's like, so good it, at it can wait for tomorrow. He's so good at it. Like, He's seriously. so good at be, about being in the moment too. And I don't know why I'm giving shout outs to him today, but he's, he's awesome. But he's a sweetie. Yeah. But I like, really love him. But yeah, it's, it's all about like, you're right. Like he goes in and he, he guards his day. He guards his time and he will guard it. Yeah. Like so go in, remember why you're here. Be intentional. Remember mm-hmm. why you're meeting and what is the theme of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Being grateful, like I be like, grateful for the time you have. I like tell the. I mean, if we think about the actual day too, it's a gratitude day, yeah. right? So it's funny we have to be grateful for all of these things on a day that we're supposed to celebrate gratitude. But we've we've had so many other expectations and things get in the way of the actual meaning, like you said. And when I looked it up about, um, like I think it did an attitude of gratitude kind of thing. Like I did a search for that. Well, and then, I was just going to say, Anson's therapist always tells him that gratefulness brings happiness. It does. So yeah. Like, it if does. you're going in being grateful on a day that is meant to be a day of gratitude, then we will be happy. We will have a good time. And the reason why, and this is from Diverse Health, but it's saying it's making the conscious habit of expressing appreciation on a regular basis for big and small things alike. So making yeah. the conscious habit of choosing, like I was doing our yoga event class last Friday. Um, and we did the flow based around gratitude for the teens. And it was interesting because I was talking to him and I, I do a little bit before and a little bit after like talking to him about mental health and we were doing gratitude and I was, my dog's Aracoa. And I was like, you know, it's really interesting to see the life through a dog because dogs get so much pure enjoyment out of the dumbest things, Koa sniffs a piece of grass and his whole life is made. Best piece oh, yeah. of grass ever. You know, like you look at Muffin and Coco and like their day is made if you tell them they're pretty. Like, Oh, yeah. Or if you tell them like I love and there's Instagram videos for those of you who don't have dogs. But like those mm-hmm. ones where you tell like the dogs like who's a good boy. You're the best boy. Mm-hmm. Or who's a good dog. And it's mm-hmm. like their whole body just like oh, whack, 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 whack. Holy. All you have to say is you're a good boy. But it's so funny, oh. like being human, just for a rant. If someone tells me, oh, Brittany, you're such a good girl. You're so mm-hmm. nice. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm really not. Like, these are all the reasons why now. Yeah. Yeah. These are the reasons why I'm not. And yeah. oh, by the way, I'm fat and ugly today. Like, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. The, like, yeah. the puppy hears it. And they're like, I know I'm so good. I'm such a good boy. And like their whole body is just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> and I yeah. think it's because they really have this mindset of everything they have is beautiful. Everything that comes into their life is is amazing and it's a gift for them. And like yeah. Koa sees every interaction as this was for me, you know, like licking Banks's cheese fingers. This was for me. Like, <laughs> um, and I think that's where it, we can learn a lot from things that are are simple and sweet. 
Well, like nature it. teaches us so many things about just how to simplify and just to, which is something I am really working on in my life, especially this last year. Yeah. But like, just to find like, what are those core things that bring you joy, peace, happiness? And it's usually the small things. Like, it's not mm-hmm. going to be, you know, like, it's not going to be these big things like the china plates and hours and hours at a dinner. It's going to be like, the way that the baby's head smells and how much that brings me peace or the smiles that I'm getting from these loved ones and little ones when they run up to me and are like, I missed you. Like that is what, like, if we really simplify, those are things that bring us joy. Yep. I love, so Maya Angelou is one of my favorites. I I just done a lot of quotes from her that I really love. Um, And she says similar thing of like, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. And I love that. Like we, yeah, we delight in so many big things of like our families together in these holidays, but do you actually like take the parts that made it to be created? Like, you know, the, the moments of like, I don't know, like, um, thinking of like Banks peeing on me, but then I change his outfit and it looks so adorable the next outfit or things like that, where it's like, you know, this is a hard day. This is something that, that made something else beautiful though. And those moments yeah. are beautiful. And I think that we don't always see that all together. And I loved that. It is hard. It's hard when you're in the metamorphosis to, to find joy. So for those of you who are struggling this season, um, find your core reason. I think that I think it's important to find something small that is giving you joy still, even despite your challenges. Remember that you welcome out a beautiful butterfly, but in that moment of metamorphosis, like find those things that are reminding you that you are here, that you matter, you're important and that you can find peace, especially this season. I um, found like this little diagram, which I'll put online from, it was from a study done by Hofstra University with uh, two professors or university. No, University of California you and see, Hofstra yeah, University. There's two professors yeah. from different ones. Um, but they had done like emotional benefits of gratitude, rational benefits of gratitude, physical benefits of gratitude, and psychological. And there are quite a bit. Like um, mm-hmm. I really liked – like emotional benefits as you get more like autism and joy, increased empathy and compassion, less envy and depression, increased resilience um, when stress, and then greater appreciation for life. Like I want all of those just period. But then you have three more areas with all of those. And it's such a cool thing to see like psychological, you have greater success with goals, increased awareness, decreased interest in materialism, less judgmental, like physical you exercise more, you have a better immune system, plus like complaints of physical stuff. So you sleep better, lower stress. Um, well, basically, a happy supermodel. Basically, like, and you'll have amazing yeah. relationships. Like, if you yeah. just try to appreciate life, yeah, you're basically going to be everything that everyone wants to be all the time, which I'm like, that's really hard. <laughs> that is really, yeah, that I'm is not, really hard. I'm definitely not that all the time. It's, it's like fun. gratitude almost feels like the equivalent of like sleep. You know, like when you're uh-huh. going through all of these things, like oh, yeah. people are like, if you get sleep, your emotional benefits will be this, 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 this. your physical benefits will be this, this, this. like everything yeah. will change. Your psychological benefits, your emotional. And I it's think not- it's one of those core things. Like sleep, like water. Yeah. We have to be grateful. Like, and it's it not is... saying like all your problems are going to go away, it, you know, and it's not saying no. like but you it have to be grateful. Yes. And it, you don't have to be yeah. grateful for like the big trials. Like if you just got diagnosed with a health issue or if you had like 
uh, like a family member die or things like that. Like it's not gonna yeah take away. You're not that gonna be pain. like woohoo! I just got cancer today. Like yeah, no, that's but not, you, yeah, no, but you you can find little moments to do celebrations and little moments to make things sweeter. Like Koa when he he had his little neck pad, he was really sad. But then like I got him a little stuffy toy. Like those he likes tiny toys, guys, because he's a sixty five pound dog that likes tiny yeah. toys made for like twenty pound dogs or five pounds. But he loves them. And he was like in heaven after that. Like it was the sweetest thing to see. Like his problems weren't still gone. He still had like his little surgery on his neck. He still had issues, but he had tiny toys. And it's yeah. like just, you know, like letting your viewpoints encompass the goodness. So it makes things not as miserable. He still had to wear his neck pillow. He still had to do all the things that he didn't like and take his medicine. But he was happy with his toys and he was happy with yeah. his treats and he was happy he was loved, you know, like, and I think that's where it can make not everything suck when you focus somewhere different. Yeah. It was interesting, like from a human's perspective, not just a dog perspective, but like I was talking to a friend this last week and he had mentioned that his wife had been struggling with stage four cancer for the last year. And I had not known this. Like this is a friend that I had talked to multiple times over the last year. Right. And, and he was saying that she was dying. Um, and rather than sitting there sobbing and like going off about how the holidays are coming and how his world was over with two little kids, he just thanked me for my smile and thanked me for my compassion and my love that I had for him and his family in that moment. I don't know that I could have been that person. You know what I'm saying? That's so pretty. And his wife is literally in the hospital and it's like the love of his life, you know, like, and she's, yeah. she's dying in the hospital right now. And in, and in that, cause I'm like, what can I do for you? What can I do mm -hmm. for your family? And all he was giving me was gratitude. Like, mm -hmm. and I think it's hard. And, and this is coming from a friend of mine who actually most of the world sees him as pretty crotchety. So, but like, but he was in this moment to like be grateful and to to really enjoy those small things. And so there are ways to do this. It's hard, but it will make your life better. Mm -hmm. Luckily, there are some tools that can help you practice this because I, I don't like admitting it. I'm not the like most great. I'm, I'm a whiner. Like if I'm angry, I will let you know. I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not like a in-betweener. I mean, I like I can I can do both sides, but I'm definitely a passionate Latina. Yeah. I mean, and my I sister is everything sides, I've ever thought. Yeah. I think the Latin side definitely takes out with me more than you. But um, <laughs> the rest of the world will think you're handling things so well. And then with Taylor, it's like, uh, are you kidding? I just heard all of her crap for the last hour. But <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. It's so, true, though. Like, and Taylor's yes. like, you're not handling life well at all. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're doing great. No, it's just funny because um, I think it's the same for both of us. Like, you know, and that's yeah. where I think it's the same for everybody. You can only be so good for so long and you have to like let it out somewhere and find like yeah. a, an outlet. And I've learned some different ways to help with this. And I think just intentionally be intentional. Um, be intentional. Putting it into your day can help. So journaling is a big one. I have a hard time sitting down and writing and I think a lot of people do. So when I was having a really hard time back in grad school and my life was blown up because it was grad school, um, I had heard about doing like you take a one second video of your day. That's like a highlight of your day. 
and then you use that. Oh, you yeah. Do it you every day for a month. A little bit. I did. You do it every yeah. day for a month and then you compile it all together and you can see your month and you can actually see you had beauty in your month because I think we get so caught up in in the crap. Mm-hmm. And I love doing that. And I, I want to do that again, especially since I probably have and stuff I take to do that pictures. every day. You take pictures, yeah. I, like, like videos. I don't put them into videos, but like I yeah. do, and my kids, like I know that my son, when he's going through a hard time, you will find him just scrolling through photos, like, and yep. it's a way that it recharges him. And he's not doing anything; he's mm-hmm. just looking through happy photos, like, mm-hmm. and it it gives him that boost, like, yeah. yeah, the memories that were good and beautiful. And I think that's so whether it's writing or videos, if you do it through meditation or pondering, like you can do kind of like a a cognitive, like mental journaling, like check in with your day through like meditation yeah. and pondering stuff. I like doing it slightly different. Some people like sitting down pen to paper, but I like it another way. Um, and just figure out what works for you. Like I think, yeah. and I, I think it's also important to remember that let's say something works for you back when you were in college, it may be different now. Mm-hmm. Like try something new. If what you used to do doesn't work, it's okay to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Like you well transition as a person, you are a beautiful butterfly who's always yep. evolving. Yep. So another thing that I have liked um, doing is a mindful moment of the day, picking something with your sensory system. I love showers and my husband knows if I'm having like a really hard day or if I'm really tired or anything like that, he's always like, you need to go in the shower right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like the the sensory system of the heat with the water on my skin and stuff like that. And it helps reset, literally resets my mood. I can think a lot more clearly. I can be a lot more grateful if you just put mm-hmm. me in the shower than not. I don't like cold though. So don't, don't do cold with me. Yeah, no I would be really angry. But um, yeah. So think of like, and like one of my best friends, like she'll just go sit in the sun. She's like, the sun is shining. It's only 30 degrees. I mean, Tay, you've seen her out there before. Mm-hmm. And she'll just go sit there in the chair. Like even if it's like 30 degrees, but she's like, the sun is shining and she'll just like sit there mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and that is her mindful. She's very intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So find things like some people it's, you know, your special like drink of the day or it's your food thing that you like or music or whatever it is. Just pick a moment where you can be mindful and it doesn't have to be super long. It can be five minutes max. Like yeah. you need something at least for a couple minutes though. Cause one minute's like, Okay. Um, You can also do mindful exercises. There's some pretty fun ones out there. You can Google. Uh, Write a note to someone you appreciate because when you're grateful for somebody else, you start to see how much people love you and connect to you. Um, Set a goal to compliment one person every day. Like that can just help you be more intentional of like what's going on around you and how you are interacting with it and how people care about you. Yeah. Um, You can meditate. I think I said that one already. And then like do a gratitude challenge. we could Which is film. a good one. Yeah, it was like where you know we'll post one online and for yeah. the upcoming holiday season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, try to just do yeah, try to be grateful. Like even if it's not everybody has their same religious beliefs, obviously, and I know this, but like I know sometimes I will intentionally if I'm really having a hard time, I will intentionally pray for only things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. So like just acknowledging those things that like and it totally changes your attitude. Like I've done that too. It does. And it totally yeah. makes me instead of asking 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 like some people are very intentional with the universe or with their beliefs or whatever. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll whatever just ask that for all looks the things like I you. need. Yeah, yeah, instead of asking though, I'm finally like I acknowledge dad our dad told us a really good one today of remember the 10 lepers? 
Oh yeah, he got it from grandma. I know. Gave me the same. Yeah, and I loved it because like the, the are you the one or are you the nine? Meaning like, did are you for the those one of you leper? who don't know the story? It's the story's in the Bible. Um, but so if you aren't Christian or haven't read through the New Testament mm-hmm. on things, but the story just goes that there was ten lepers and that Jesus healed. 10 of them, but only one came back and said, thank you. Mm-hmm. And so our grandma was talking to me yesterday and apparently he talked to dad the other day too and was like, what are you? Are you the one or are you the nine? So even if you're not religious, like throw it into the universe, throw it into your intentions, say thank you to whatever higher being power belief system that you have. Mm-hmm. Be grateful. Like even if it's just to yourself, like let's say you have no higher being, mm-hmm. just be grateful that you're here and just throw it out into the world. Like just give it to the universe and it really will change your perspective. Oh yeah. I thought that was a cool one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That was a really cool one. So gratitude is a good attitude to have. Yes. I think our final thing we wanted to talk about, um, we kind of already covered creating healthy expectations. Yeah. So that one we've already talked about, like, you know, in creating healthy expectations is a lot about making sure we talked, we have episodes on this too. So you can go back and find our episodes on expectations yeah. and transitions. Um, just a reminder, make sure they're realistic, live in the moment, not in the past. Life is fluid. So you need to adjust just like our holidays are going to look different as adults than as a kid. We're going to have different yeah. expectations. Be, um, be, and they will look different people. every year as an adult, even yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Changing family dynamics, new homes, new environments. I was talking to one of my close friends today and they only have one daughter left at home. The rest mm-hmm. of her kids are all going to their in-laws houses um, and they're going to Mexico. And she you know, was like, so fun. Like you're going to Mexico. It's going to be a blast. And she's like wrapping her head around this, you know, like, mm-hmm. I know I'm so excited to go to Mexico, but it's totally different than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Like yes. be grateful for that. And, and she was obviously being grateful. She wasn't complaining about going to Mexico, but it was like, yeah, but it was a good reminder that like, even as an adult, things can change. I mean, yeah. she's in her fifties and it will still always change on you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I did like to, how um, an article I compose said like, take time for yourself, volunteer and get involved, encourage healthy conversations, seek support. Like I thought all of that was good. I mean, reminders of take time for yourself. I don't feel like we're always conscious of that because you have so many things pushing on you that you don't actually say like, Hey, I'm going to go sit for a minute by myself. Um, <laughs> and I like, like the, me. I'm not good at this. Mm-hmm. We're both not. And I, I like the, like get involved. Like if the more that you feel like you're included in the situation, the more that you feel like you're like a part of something, I think the more you're going to like the experience than if you feel like an outsider. Yeah. And I can easily say that it's, it's easy to, to be sometimes like, everything sucks and I don't want to be a part of this and my holiday is totally going to suck. Mm-hmm. But if we invest ourselves in it, then it then will the be moments different. that are good. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not that it will all be perfect, like sunshine, lollipops and rainbows, but it's, yeah. If you're involved and trying to make your the holiday a little better, it will help. Yeah. It will at least make it better than what it could have been if you were a groucho bear. So, Yeah. Don't be a grouch. Everybody is grouchy bear. I'm just not saying never be a grouchy bear. That's not no, saying, but, but yeah. try and reduce the amount at times. I mean, I can be a grouchy bear, so it's fine. Like, yeah. If your tendency is to always be a grouchy bear, then try to be a sunshine bear for a second. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, sunshine bear. Um, I love this quote that you have from Willie Nelson on here. 
just the when I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. I like those ones. Yeah. There's so many good quotes. And there's so many good ones. Yeah. So um, I think for our next one in Christmas, we're going to talk about how to have healthy boundaries. Just a little side note for if you were wondering, and we, I can go back and answer it like with tradition or family things. I found this little chart that says like, these are the seven types of boundaries that we can post for you guys online. It's mental, emotional, material, internal, conversational, physical, and time. Um, yeah. So and just, we'll dive more into this. I think it's like one as I was a deeper one. Yeah. It's like it is a whole episode on it. Exactly. Which I was thinking the same thing. So uh, when you're going into this week, I think the biggest thing is be aware of what you're required to do. Be aware of what you want from the situation and from the, the environment that you're in and then just communicate the best that you can. We're not always the best, just the best that you can. Um, and that's, I think where we can leave that for today, but at least it helps a little bit for people. Yeah. I hope that you guys all have a fabulous Thanksgiving. Um, and even if it's not looking quite the way you wanted, I mean, I wish I was in Mexico for Thanksgiving, but you know, um, yeah, <laughs> like I hope fabulous. That, I know I was like, I'm coming with you. Um, I hope that you are able to find like, happiness and to enjoy that time, like put your intentions out there. Mm-hmm. And I think that you will have them met. Um, I want to do a great turkey chase with my dog. Yeah, that'd be fun. We'd dress him up in a turkey Let's costume, and then we can chase him. I feel like Nolly would be more fun, though. That's our parents' dog. <laughs> he's feisty, so if you catch him, you'll go, <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's he's a mess. He's my favorite puppy brother. Love puppy brother. <laughs> That's funny. All um, right. So again, happy Thanksgiving. And don't forget to find us on social media through Uhane Counseling. And you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. So hit us up with a like. And we hope to hear from you soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Say Merry Christmas. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, though. Okay. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Let's move on to the real one. Bye. Bye. Bye.